The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know some armadillos can fly? I did not know that. Yeah, they have passports and everything. (laughs) That's my dad joke. Armadad joke. (laughs) Armadad joke. For more armadillo facts and to find out how you can access episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Wheel of Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to cover chapters 6 through 9 of Winter's Heart, book 9 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, Perrin wraps things up with a prophet and just can't wait to get back to the loving, biting, scratching embrace of his dearest Fael. Imagine his disappointment to learn that she's been captured by the Shido Ail. Just notice that Ail and Fael rhyme. Yeah, sorry, that's mm. not important. I just, uh, no, there's something there. <laughs> there's something there. Yeah, we'll keep working on it. <laughs> Imagine his disappointment to learn that she's been captured by the Shido Ail and that his delicately balanced entourage is now just a big old bag of 2020, which is what we call a dumpster fire now. That's for it. Uh, Perrin just... Oh, I get it, because the year 2020. Because the year 2020 is... Listeners, we're, we're recording this in the year 2020, which is unpopular as years go. <laughs> yeah, we're assuming that there will be a 2021. <laughs> right. Someday. No. Yeah. 20, 20, 20, I remember in 2019, we were like, 2020, man, that's when things are going to get better. So I hesitate to say, 2021, that's when things are going to get better, right? Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, Perrin keeps his shit together just long enough to send out search parties and then goes to pout in the snow. Meanwhile, Fail and her assorted hangers-on are super naked and hoofing it through the snow, which is pretty low on the list of things you want to do naked, actually. Um, they arrive at the Shido camp and are snapped up by Savannah pretty immediately. Then they manage to get recruited by like three different plots and or schemes, all of which are pretty likely to get them killed. So I guess Perrin probably better get a move on. Uh, speaking of, we end on Perrin, who is just waking up from a really nice nap in Verilane's bed, only to learn that the Prophet has been chatting up to Shanshan and appears to be gathering an army really close to where Perrin's hanging out. So uh, I guess Wolfbro just can't catch a break today. Nope. Chapter 6, The Scent of Madness. Icon of the Hawk, I think, right? That's a hawk? Uh, it's a bird. Berylane. Yeah, it's got to be the hawk, right? You think so? That doesn't look very hawk. It hockey. looks very bird of prey like, I mean, I don't know. It could be like a swallow. No, swallows have those tails. It could be the falcon. A falcon. For Fael? Yeah. It could be the eagle of Manetherin, right? It could be. Oh, no. The eagle of Manetherin is way cooler than that. Yeah, that doesn't look like an eagle. Yeah, I, we have the cover to look at. To like that, know that's it. a sexual harassment hawk right there. <laughs> Why a sexual harassment hawk? Because it's barely. Oh. <laughs> so Perrin is ordering his men to move southeast after the Aiel. Because that's the direction he thinks they're moving. Yeah, he's like, you know what? The prophet's troops are tomorrow Perrin's problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Rumors are spreading throughout the camp that uh, Perrin hammered Berylane's anvil. Uh, yeah, I know, right? And uh, Linny takes a moment to, like, slut-shame Perrin a little bit. Did yeah. Did you catch that? I was like, uh, <laughs> it took me, I had to read it twice to understand what she was saying. It's, um, let's see. Sup from too many dishes, and you deserve a bellyache that'll split you open, especially when you're not your dishes. <laughs> and Perrin's like, I haven't even eaten yet. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> oh, Perrin. Yeah. That's a very elaborate 
Metaf- metaphor? Is that what it is? I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a metaphor. Huh. Yeah. Okay, but, uh, I mean, that's the way Lenny talks. She loves to talk in little, like, aphorisms, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Perrin, though. She should have probably just been like, you're a slut. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then he would figure it out after thinking it through for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, slut. I don't understand. <laughs> and Perrin then extracts an obedience oath from the faux Aiel. Mm. Which is yeah. good. Those people were off the reservation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, this whole conversation with... Parent that parent has like I nearly sprained my eyes rolling them so hard. <laughs> it was like these guys are irritating. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, parent gets a report from the scouting maidens and warders. They they learn that Fail is alive and Magden and Aliandri, but but Fail is alive. That's mm-hmm. the one that matters. It's funny because like they bring back a bunch of shredded clothes and like that's great news, and it, <laughs> I'm just like that is never true. Yeah, that's worse. I didn't <laughs> want to find that. <laughs> and. They, there are many Shido, like a whole sept of them, which apparently is a lot, because there's kids and blacksmiths and the other things that are non-warriors among the Aiel. Yeah, he finds like a doll or something. He's like, ah, yes, children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that's not great news, because that's going to be a, a hard number of Aiel to kill. Yeah, true. And his army's not that big. I mean, like, he has more people than... I always forget that he has, like, 2,000 people, which is, you know, not, yeah, right. not nothing, but... Yeah, and, and two WMDs walking around, also assuming true. they don't go crazy. Right, because that is what happened with Rand in the last book, right? Like, some of the WMDs went a little off. Right, yeah, yeah. but I, I think Perrin would pull that trigger in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, probably so. And also, there's a Wetlander army marching around of some kind, which yeah. I have no idea who that is. There's a lot of random armies wandering around. So, yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I have two theories. One of them is the Shanshan, because the Shanshan are fucking everywhere right now. And there could be like a, a contingent of Shanshan, because like we know the Prophet's been talking to him, so they might be floating around there somewhere. Right. Yeah, but they, they also mentioned that we saw some Shanshan tracks. Shanshan tracks, and they saw those flyers, though. I can't remember what they're called, the, the big yeah. ones. Rock, rockin'? The tra- yeah, the mm-hmm. transporter, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there, but they could also be because there's a, a white cloak army floating around too. That's what right? I was thinking, right? Because Aemon Valda apparently got away from the Shanshan. Yeah. So he's like his weird dark friend army of white cloaks is hanging out somewhere. And they're 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 pretty close to uh, was it Amadisia, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So could be either one. I don't know. That's my theory. So anyway, that's the info, and and Perrin decides they are moving south. Uh, I thought this was actually a really cool scenario here where they just have this partial information and they're trying to construct it. It's like a fog of war thing. Yeah, which is, I, I mean, probably more authentic than most of the other stuff that they that we, we see here where they have instantaneous information because of teleporting and so on. Yeah. And then Masima finally shows. Yeah, I was, I was, I was actually super surprised that he actually showed up. Yeah. Like, there's no way this guy's showing up, you know? Yeah, in, in kind of a creepy way, like his guys all move out of the forest. Uh, you know, all in a big line, and then Perrin meets with Masima, and he's like, "Yeah, that guy's crazy, and these people that work for him, they're crazy. Everybody here's crazy." And uh, he decides that he's going to join Perrin to go after Fail. Yeah, and uh, suddenly he's okay with cap- capital T traveling. Yeah, right. This was all very suspicious. Uh-huh. Super suspicious because mm-hmm. he he didn't want to travel to go meet Rand, and now all of a sudden, and then he was in a big rush, and now all of a sudden he's not in a rush. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, obviously, obviously, we don't trust Masima, but like this is clearly he's he's up to something, and yeah. Perrin hasn't 
uh, gotten the, the gotten the hang of that yet. But, Too bad you know. Perrin doesn't lie because it would be very convenient if Masima tripped and fell on an axe blade. Yeah. <laughs> or a hammer, you or know. Hammer, those, yeah. Whichever one's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those freak Taveran accidents. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have even occurred to Perrin. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, maybe Fael was still there. Chapter seven. The streets of Camelin. Elaine is traveling through Camelin with her guards. But her guard, not just any guards. Her squad of, like, badass warrior women guards. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I keep thinking of Gaddafi, right? Gaddafi had an all-female bodyguard, and it did not end well for Gaddafi. Oh, really? No. I knew Gaddafi, and Elaine, sir, is no Gaddafi. <laughs> I'll have you know. Yeah, sir. But yeah, they're, they, they all have, like, backstories and, like, you know, like, sweet, like, special right, abilities yeah, yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Like yeah, a crack cool. team. So yeah, if I had if I had a group like this, I'd be walking around showing them off too, like, <laughs> checking my badasses. Mm-hmm. The the people are lukewarm towards Elaine, kind of taking a show me prove it attitude, which was a little surprising to me, I guess, because Morgaze, I thought she was extremely popular. She was extremely popular. Was being the operative word because she the, lost all that goodwill with Robin. Exactly, okay. she became like this puppet, and, and Robin was just running uh, yeah. Andor into the ground. That's being a real dickhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, her horse is named Fireheart. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. That's, that's, it's better than a, a name what, that a 20 year old What, what was the last one? Lionheart? Lioness. Oh, uh, Lioness. Okay. Yeah, I think Fireheart's better than Lioness. <laughs> oh, okay. There's no Bella. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. There is no other Bella. Bella's the magic horse of wisdom, you know? <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Lioness, like. It's a horse. It's not a lion. It's like objectively wrong, right? Fireheart? Sure. Maybe the horse has a fiery heart. I don't know. It does not have a fire. No horses have fiery hearts. What if it's a really like passionate horse? I guess. So you're saying it's some kind of metaphor? What what are (laughs) horses passionate about? Yeah. It depends on the horse. Bella, for example, is... (laughs) (laughs) Bella is passionate about peaceful, you know, interactions and like grass. (laughs) (laughs) So, Camelin, Elaine observes, is absorbing refugees. And is thriving. Like, they're doing really well. It's interesting because this is, this reminded me very much of the Two Rivers story, too, right? Like, all of these talented, like, in, yeah. in Two Rivers, all of these talented, like, craftsmen and refugees rolled into town and suddenly they have all this, these new skills and wealth. Yeah, in this world, refugees are great. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and everybody loves refugees because they buoy the local economy. Yeah. It's very kind of... I would say a Reagan-era pro-capitalism mindset. Yeah, that would kind of track, I suppose. Yeah, because we, we have a similar scenario in the real world right now, and there's this huge backlash against immigrants, regardless of, of whether they actually help the economy or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, thought, I just thought it was interesting that we see like these kind of parallels as far as like uh, this, like, this in, influx of skilled uh, you know, refugees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Birgitta joins Elaine, uh, some of Elaine's rivals have been freed, Brigitte tells her. Yeah. Which implies that there's a spy in the, the palace because they were secretly moving some of those uh, rivals that Elaine had kept alive for some reason. Yeah, when, when they're like, there's a spy in the palace, I was like, Yadoy, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. I mean, I bet there's lots of spies in the palace. Right. Some yeah. of them are yours, some of them are I said I, some of them are like, I don't know, what, uh, parents' secretary yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Whenever anybody says Game of Houses, what they talk about, they, they mention all the time is there's spies. All the servants are spies all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand why Elaine's surprised by this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, spies here? Huh. 
Yeah, and everybody is nagging Elaine to be careful with her own safety as she goes riding around. Because apparently she went out in disguise and almost got raped. It was, was this, were we here, did we see this happen? No. Okay. Is it just referred to something that happens? Okay. It sounded vaguely familiar. I couldn't remember if there was like a time when they, yeah, they, they like got jumped. So it sounds like she got knocked on the head or something and pulled into an alley. Yeah, right. But I didn't clear how she escaped. Uh, oh, uh, they, uh, Avienda was with her. Oh, I see. And they didn't knock her hard enough on the head. Because they didn't know. She, she was like a, and they, a eel. They didn't mention the outcome of this, but I assume those people are all dead. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Avienda, right? Yeah. <laughs> Avienda has no uh, qualms about killing the shit out of somebody. Absolutely not. And Elaine was unconscious at this time, so I, I assume she woke up in like a puddle of blood in an alley. I mean, Avienda, I don't know about that, because Avienda, as I recall, uh, really likes shooting flames out of her hands or something, right? Isn't that her deal? Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so there's probably like a lot of scorched corpses. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then they head back to the palace. Uh, Elaine is now being suspicious of everybody. Because she wasn't before. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a lot of wasted effort, personally, you know, mm-hmm. to me. Chapter 8, Sea Folk and Kin, Icon of the Adam. So Elaine meets with Reen Harfor, the first maid. Yeah, she spends a lot of time here thinking about how much she hates ruling. Like, oh, these merchants want to give me presents, and oh, <laughs> this guy who's been running the kingdom wants to... Uh, I have to sign a paper for him. This is, oh, the worst. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. I mean, like, it seems like being a ruler is pretty badass, actually. I mean, it's a job, right? Like any other job, except you can order people killed and you can keep all the money. Yeah, right. I mean, like, like as jobs go, it's not the worst job, you know? Like, she could be, like, the guy who has to clean up the shit from the, from the royal palace. She, she, she could be literally any of these other people who have to spy for the great houses in order to make ends meet. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and then if, you know, somebody twigs that there's a spy around, they probably all get killed and then you have to <laughs> yeah. hire new spies. I don't know. But this Reen Harfor seems to be more than a first maid. She seems to kind of manage diplomacy and counter-espionage. Yeah. Because Elaine sicks her on the, the spy, whoever it is. Which yeah. is, seems beyond a maid, even the first maid. Yeah, I mean, not a chief of staff, but some sort of administrative position. Yeah. yeah. I, I, she's, she decides who gets to meet with Elaine or not. Yeah. That's a really, really important position. That is, I think, not necessarily unusual in like the heads of staff for royal families, right? Like, like maybe not to that degree, but like I think that having a single person who is the point person who handles the hiring and the sure, scheduling and yeah, all that stuff. Sure, yeah, it's the know? hand of the king, right? Right, exactly. So. But that, then it surprises me that Elaine hasn't seemed to think of putting one of her own people in that position, right? I don't trust Reen Harfor. Really? She's still relying on the people who served her mother well. Yeah, I, I, I think that's. I think this is like, to me, these are the only people she can trust because they're the people who have been serving Andor for like, 40 fucking years. I guess so, but that also means they served Ravin for a while. That's true, but I think she's in a really hard place right now because, I mean, if I was in as precarious position as her, I would be looking for people who had that experience. That would be really high priority for me. Yeah, it just seems like she hasn't thought of it. No, not really. She's thought of a lot of other stuff, though. She seems like she's doing pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, it's yeah, so she's six Reen Harfor on the spy, and... She's then heading to a meeting, and she over she sees the sea folk trotting a woman along in Adam. Wait, was it the sea folk or the kin? I think it was both. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But yeah, then I guessed who it was. But the, they'll still say it later. Yeah. 
I was unsure because I know that at this point, I, well, I'm having trouble keeping track. They don't have any more dark friend prisoners, right? Like that one got killed when Van Dien's sister got killed. Right. They don't have any more. They don't have any more dark friend prisoners. Right. Right. <laughs> they probably have a dark friend or two floating around. I'm they're... saying it's Van Dien. I I still think so. Yeah. And she runs into Van Dien. Uh, Van Dien brings some novices, which are like funny novices because they're actually kin who are like 300 years old. Mm-hmm. Three, 400. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's it's. Interesting, because they call them child still, even though these women are uh, right, yeah, centuries which, old. Yeah, yeah, if I was them, I would be miffed at that. Mm-hmm. They seem okay with it, but yeah, I, I think Elaine even mentions that she's she tries to like kind of go easy on them, and they don't. They're like, no, we want to, we want the real Aes Sedai experience. It's interesting because <laughs> at the beginning they were so cowed by the Aes Sedai, and I think they're starting to assert their own personalities a little more now. Yeah, I think so which too. It's good. I think that uh, we we've complained about the Aes Sedai a lot. They're pretty. Uh, up their own butts about stuff yeah. to use Blanca's immortal phrase yes. <laughs> and so the, these kin are not these kin seem to know what's what they've mm-hmm. been operating successfully for a long time in the world so I wouldn't be so hasty to dismantle the kin organization and, and bring it under the white tower I, I agree and I, and I think um, I think that Nynaeve I think they say specifically that Nynaeve has worked really hard to like build them up a little bit to, uh, now she regrets it because you know she doesn't like people like Backtalking her. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Is it almost like a military structure? You know, you have like the Aes Sedai who are like the officers and then you have the kinsmen who are, you know, like the, oh, yeah, the, the, the boots on the, the ground. Or the, the non-commissioned NCO, yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could totally do that, right? Because the Aes Sedai have this library and wealth of knowledge and study that that is not necessarily useful mm-hmm. in, you know, the last battle. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's 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 interesting because I, I I don't think we know the plan here. Uh, Elaine kind of alludes to the fact that she she recognizes that the current Aes Sedai hierarchy and structure won't work if they're bringing the kin like in as as such, right? So yeah. I, I, I'm kind of curious, like, what would be the way to do this? Like, in, in my mind, this like was it novice accepted. Aes Sedai thing based purely on like skill doesn't make a lot of sense because there there are lots of other useful skills besides being able to use the one power right like mm-hmm. Swan Sanche was the example used previously that she even without her her magic abilities she's like an excellent strategist and like mm-hmm. has a, a network of spies and and therefore is super useful to the White Tower despite you know previously having lost her abilities right so yeah I mean there. It makes sense well, that yeah. the hierarchy shouldn't be defined that way, right? I would say keep them as an organization for people who wash out from the White Tower proper. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's all this sort of boot camp type training stuff in the White Tower. And people wash out for personal reasons and also for uh, magical reasons, right? They don't have enough power. Yeah. But if you really want to keep everybody tied to the White Tower, then, yeah. then put them in the kin network, you know? And do the kin thing where you rotate them out periodically so that they, nobody realizes that they live for 500 years. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's not a problem anymore. Right, yeah. yeah, but then, you know, you have all these people, like, in every village and every town that work for you that are the wise ones. Yeah, I mean, that's actually really... That, that's an interesting idea, is, like, having... Because they already send Aes Sedai out into the world, but they don't have enough Aes Sedai to do much beyond, like, right. politics, right? And they can also lie and kill and use the one power as a weapon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's useful, too. That is also useful. <laughs> Although if you wanted to be, if you wanted to, you know, follow the principle of the thing, you make all the people that are powerful enough to do that swear the oaths and yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, these two people have figured out that Van Dien is on a murder investigation, 
and they've come to a conclusion. A conclusion, right? Yeah, yeah like like they they logic it out, and I'm just like, I don't know if that logic is right, you know? Yeah, well, they they think it's one of these three people specifically. Yeah, but their explanation is something like, oh, it's because it has to be. Uh, has to be one of them because, oh, there's no way it could be any of these other people, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what it was. They say it can't be anyone from the kin because the woman they tortured didn't know anything about the kin. I was like, you don't know anything about the way the, these dark friends are right, structured, yeah. right? Yeah, you guys didn't know anything about the kin. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. So so I, I do not believe that their logic is sound. I believe that... I don't think so. And I also think that they're they're probably reasoning that it couldn't have been, couldn't have been Van Deen because it was her sister, but... Dark friends. Yeah. I know, right? I mean, there were, what was the that white cloak guy whose entire family was gradually murdered and or like eaten by Mirdral? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's just how dark friends roll. They're not. Right, yeah. And that guy's still out there. He still works for them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No, wait, that was Keridin. He's dead. Sorry. Wait, I was thinking of Valda. Oh, yeah. Keridin got drowned in uh, liquor or something. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they keg right. stood him to death. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 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 That's what it sounds like when you get kegsted. <laughs> but so Elaine talks uh, talks Van Deen into letting these people join in with her investigation. Which, yeah. yeah, I mean, why not? Right? More people, well, because they could be dark friends. Well, they're all dark friends, man. Yeah, Every, we're just going to assume friends. at all times. Yeah, but in in this meeting, uh, Nynaeve and Lan join them. Yeah, I was happy to see that. Yeah, it's great, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and we get a nice uh, Lan quote. I love them. Death gazed from his cold blue eyes. <laughs> He's not even, not even doing anything, right? They're just mm-hmm. walking down the hallway and Elaine glances at him and that's what she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny because Nynaeve is like, oh, I'm too busy to... Because originally the whole thing is like, we got to keep these these ladies busy. Nynaeve, give them some more class. And she's like, uh, look, you know, just make them NDA junior agents because I got to be honest, I got to get back to climbing the seven towers of the Melchior. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, she's like, oh, yeah, I was in my apartment all morning. I know, like, we just woke up, but we didn't just wake up. They're like, Nike, don't be gross. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she's just very open about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the sort of the Malky area or whatever. Mm-hmm. She could be shockingly frank about it with other women. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Elaine's like, how could anybody find Land sexy? He's so terrifying. Part make them sexy. I mean, (laughs) that's what she likes. Yeah, she's like, stare at me with your blue death eyes. (laughs) Sploosh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was wrong before. It's it's Nynaeve that sorts out this issue with Van Deen and the two novices. Right, right. And gets Van Deen to accept them as her her helpers by just like saying, "No, you have to do it because I'm the biggest." Baddest Aes Sedai, right? Right, now. yeah. So, way to go, Nynaeve, right? I, yeah. I really want to get some chapters from her point of view before too long. I really do. I hope <laughs> yeah. it happens. I was thinking I mean, about this. Uh, really, if it was from her point of view, it'd be like 90% in the boudoir, right? <laughs> at this point. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I mean, d- come on. Don't it's you want to know what yeah, Land fucks on. like? I want to know what Land fucks like. I think he probably fucks like death fucks a maiden. Like a suitor courts death. What was it? He's a thing, right? About <laughs> like he courts death like, like a, a suitor courts a maiden. Yes. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he fucks death like death fucks a maiden. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is he fucks. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, Nynaeve does a, a solid job here, you know. Like, I, she's not always great, but I do think that Land's been a good influence on her. You know, she's 
still, you know. Well, yeah, it's, it's the, what is it, the oxy... Oxytocin? Oxytocin, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oxycontin. Whatever. <laughs> I was about to say yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever it is. But yeah, we, we're like a, a quarter or a third of the way through the books, and we haven't had any, uh, we haven't really had a lot of the character chapters, right? We haven't had Nynaeve. It's been... Yeah, it's been all... Perrin and right? Elaine, really. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, a, a good third of the way done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Elaine and Nynaeve go to meet with Rianne and Alice, who have the... Uh, captured Suldam with them. One of them. They got like 23 of these people. Yeah, so apparently Loran's solution was to send the Shanshin Chandler prisoners to Elaine as a present. <laughs> I love the like, solution. She's like, hey baby, here's some slaves and slavers. Yeah, you know you like it. Yeah, right. I know you don't like keeping people as slaves, but if you let them out, they'll destroy the whole city. <laughs> Figure it yeah, out. XOXO. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, so they've got this problem because these people are all true believers. Yeah. Yep. So and they're the trying Sul- to yeah. I'd brainwash them. Yeah, the Suldam refuse to believe they can channel. The Domine will go crazy and start killing people if they let them out. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to deprogram them. It's interesting. So so I expect this from the ones who have been Domine for their entire lives. I think they mentioned, and this, is, this was pretty interesting to me because it, it didn't occur to me. One of them was taken when she was 13 or 14 and is yeah. 400 years old. 400. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah, so she's been, uh, so 385 some odd years she's been a, a, a murder slave, yeah, right? Yeah, the Suldan don't live that long, right? Because they don't channel or something? They no, don't... they they have the one power, That's so maybe? Yeah, so they've just been they, like trading them off? I guess. Keeping yeah, them I guess stables? They, they, they hand be. them down, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Like, it, yeah. So, so I expect those folks to be really difficult to break free. But a couple of these are people who were taken like recently, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I was surprised in, in this people. this land, not in Shanshan. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. One. I think uh, they, they say. I don't remember. One of them was taken in maybe Amadisia. Uh, one of them was a noble woman. Yeah. So, so it was surprising to me that these were also difficult to, to break loose. So it makes yeah. me wonder, because I know that we've heard that the Shanshan have like... I think it's like a... It's a brainwashing thing, you yeah. know? Like you, they, they, were mo- they were recently brainwashed, you know, they remember the torture, you know, they're, they've lost their, all, their whole sense of self. Yeah. Whereas the people that were taken as kids, they were kind of raised in this culture, they were never really broken. They sort of accepted it as their lot. Yeah. That's a good point. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different psychological thing that they're dealing with. Yeah. Or maybe they're just more familiar with how screwed Brandland people are if they have to actually have a stand-up fight with the Shanshan. <laughs> they're like, no, no, trust me, we're better. Here. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're good, we're good. We're, we're the ones. Who, we're not the ones who are so, going to get yeah, fed. So, yeah, what do you guys use to fly around? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show me your your lizard bears because uh, <laughs> the Shanshan have lizard bears. <laughs> right. They have like three different kinds of lizard bears. I don't even know what they're all called. <laughs> Yeah, they have the hopping ones. They have the ones that are like they keep as pets, but are also murderers. And they have the ones that are really fast and can run on water. Is that right? Don't they uh, have ones that can run on water or something? I don't remember. No, I don't remember that, but I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. In the so forever and ever, never ago, when Rand literally the first time he meets Lanfear, and there's the Grolm around. Was that this same universe, but just over in like Shanshan Land, or was it a different universe? I think it was an alternate universe, but it was the same creature, right? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, same creature, but that was the same, like, geolocation because they were following that trail still. Remember with Huron and the heat smell? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it was just, like, another layer in a different world. Okay. But I guess in that, like, but that was the world where Hawking had lost the Trolloc Wars or something and the Trollocs had killed everybody. Yeah, there was that crazy, like, memorial or something. Yeah, and there was a... 
And yeah, and so the the, the Grom was just there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we we don't know uh, the the reason for the like the 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 independent uh, what a biology of the creatures in the Shanshan lands. So it could be that they were imported. It could be that they were things that used to be here that were taken away with when they left. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah know. who knows? Maybe the Shanshan can move among different different universes. Right. Yeah. Oh, maybe, that would, or maybe they could at one point, and they spread the Grom around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, this is this is not like super important, but I love that there's a point here when Elaine first runs into Nynaeve and she's like, "We have spies," and Nynaeve's like, "You do, right?" I mean, yeah, right. She's like, "I'm I'm from butt ass nowhere, and I know that, right?" That's, everybody that does the game of houses says that the first thing they say. There's a fuck ton of spies. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. And uh, so they're they're in a quandary because they can't trust these these people that they've freed or are trying to free. But they don't want to keep them slave, slaves around. You know, if they if they say they're not going to blow people up and they're on your side, you don't want to keep them as a slave. Yeah. And uh, Nynaeve makes the call that we got to free them because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Because way to go, Land told her to. He reminded her. Okay. To. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. She would have got there. Yeah, I, I did. I did kind of like this scene because it was like there there was a I. I had trouble with the fact that they were like okay with keeping these women in the Adam because yeah they know what that means right like I none of them have had it Egwene has had it I think Egwene would not be yeah, okay but, with it right but if you're keeping them you've got to like be using it with your wrist to like make them do stuff yeah right no no remember like once you set it down they can't even move it like there's that whole thing oh, where they would yeah. hang Egwene's thing on the hook and, and you can't she, channel or anything and if she tried to take it off she would like get, get sick. sick yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, they should know at this point. Yeah, it's it's you know that that was the right thing to do. Yeah. So chapter nine, a cup of tea, icon of the Forsaken. Uh, this whole chapter, I was wondering who's the Forsaken, who is it? Uh, Dialen, I guess, right? Which one? Dialen. Dialen. Well, she yeah, right. She was in this chapter. Yeah, could be Dialen. Could be uh, whatever the 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 maid lady, right? The probably. First maid. Yeah, could be Reen Harfor. Yeah, Mas- probably not Elaine. Master Nori. Well, it could be. Yeah, it could be Master Nori. Yeah, I would be. I would be suspicious. Like I know I said earlier, experience is good, but I would be suspicious of anybody who had been around at the same time as Robin. Yeah. Do we know that Robin's dead, or did he just become Master? Yeah, Nori? Rand Balefire the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he thought. But he I'm did. saying there could be other bad people hanging around. Yeah. That's, that's definitely true. Yeah, that's true. Balefire is one of the things that's hard to come back from, I guess. Right, and even if these people work for Morghese, Robin was like a magic man. He could mm-hmm. compulse Magic them. man! <laughs> Sorry, Forsaken. That's what I meant yeah, to say. No, no, I, I like magic man better. <laughs> and uh, I, Elaine is sitting there meeting with Dielan, and she keeps feeling frustration for Birgitta because Birgitta's having to do a bunch of paperwork, which is... A, a total waste of Brigitte's talent. Mm-hmm. And B, I think as like the world's best archer, Brigitte's probably got really good penmanship. I think you're probably right. <laughs> well, right? So, so the question is, is that a waste of her talents? Because her signatures are probably really good. <laughs> it's probably amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but like she, she's just reading stuff and she's like, she never, she talks about all of her adventures and yeah, her adventures were never like learning to read. <laughs> well, I, and Brigitte says as much, or like this was know, the last set of chapters, but she basically says like, you know, I am not the person who should be running your royal guard. You know, like, I'm a really good archer. I'm not a general. I've never been a general. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't remember all my past lives anymore because they're fading and stuff. But I'm pretty sure I was never, like, <laughs> running a, an army. Yeah, this just seems like a mistake. You know, Brigitte is great. We want to keep her around. But at a leader of a personal guard, maybe. But, yeah. Well, I think it could be as simple as the fact that Elaine doesn't have anyone else. Like, uh, like 
all the people who should be doing that job are all gone. And uh, yeah, a so. lot of probably a lot of them are working for her enemies right now because Robin drove away. I guess all that's the true, right? It would editors. be Gawain or it would be Gareth Bryan, and they're all out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I think that I think you're, I think Gawain is probably the the best choice for that. But and, and I think that's even the plan, right? I don't know. He's kind of a fuckboy. He <laughs> he is definitely a fuckboy, but he's he's <laughs> also he can also organize an army, you know. And like he's still young, you know. Like he can grow out of. It's true. Grow out of that. He's yeah. Yeah. a fuckboy. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like maybe <laughs> like land, <laughs> yeah, like land, yeah. there you go. land the fuck man, fuck man, <laughs> fuck man, land. <laughs> so Elaine meets with Nori, uh, the accounts guy, uh, who I really like. This guy, actually, I, I, yeah, I'm noticing another theme here. This is a like Robert Jordan likes his like quiet behind the scenes like accountant running shit types. Type yeah, people, right? The person who does the work. Yeah, like he, like there, we've seen several instances of this, even in this book, I think. Uh, yeah, and yeah, this guy's great. She really like. Yeah, like this guy he's, he's like he's like we call it Aspergers these days or whatever. He's got like no affect, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he reacts to everything the same way. Uh, he tells her that alum has been discovered on her family estate. Yeah. And, and she's like, that means I'm going to be super rich. Yeah, yeah which is very very lucky. Yeah, very. I, know. I was just thinking about that. That is super convenient. That's like some. Taver and shit, right? Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Elaine is starting a school, apparently. Yeah. Which is good. Good yeah. for her. She's thinking about what's going to happen after the after Tarman Gaidon. Right, yeah. yeah. So she's starting the Academy of the Rose in her uh, her mother's memory, I guess, even though she's yeah. not dead. They keep saying the late queen. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> we know she's around. Right, yeah. She works for the Shido now. That's right. <laughs> Oh, right. And uh, they also get news of Elida's offer to Rand and, and threat of punishment of anybody that deals with Rand that's not her. And this was this is from Alviarin, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah this is like a, a total screw up yeah. intentionally on Alviarin's part or yeah. Masana's part, probably. Yeah, Masana had Alviarin do it because they're like destroying Elida's credibility, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a funny little note here where they, they mention all the like. The missing border lords and ladies. I was like, oh yeah, that happened like yeah a long time ago. That was like the prologue of the of the last book. Of the last book, I think. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Damn, huh. oh yeah, those people. Yeah, that was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> I, hopefully, that'll come up again in this book, so I, I can find I, out what happens with them. I completely forgotten about them. I liked it. Remember, they had, they all had their own special sidekicks, and they all had backstories. Yeah, we I learned know. all about those I people. Have to go back and reread them. Yeah, it's like Queen Queen Tenobia, who like would never have a. A lover, because unless he could be a poet and a warrior, it's like, you mean fucking land? <laughs> yeah, yeah, too late. <laughs> yeah. Oops. And and apparently Ky- Kyrian is like more on board with Queen uh, Elaine than Andor is. Yeah, they're sending her messages like, like, please, please come over here and be our queen. <laughs> like, hey, can we uh, come help you take Andor so you can get around to come conquering us, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, later. Sorry, I'm busy. Uh, I think Nori is the Forsaken. You think so? Yeah. Nori? Really? Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's got no, he doesn't seem to care about anything that's going on here. You know, he's like just doing a boring job because the dark one told him to. He's been around a long time though. It's hard to, it's hard to be the forsaken unless you're new, new blood, right? Yeah. But they ID'd Mazarim Tame by sight too. And he's got to be a forsaken. That's a good point. And we know that the forsaken can like illusion magic and shit, right? Yeah. I don't know if they can convincingly illusion magic somebody that already exists, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess it could be. We'll find. Yeah, he yeah. he seems underinformed. You know, like he has like information that's not that good of information. He's, <laughs> I love that they're like, 
he wouldn't call himself a spy master, but he has correspondence in many, in many cities. It's like, okay, whatever, man. But, but they mention the fact that some of his uh, correspondents just like write letters normal-like instead of sending pigeons. Oh my God. Secretaries are spy masters in this world. Uh-huh. I know. It's the second one, right? Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, during lunch, I think we learn where the Borderlanders are. Oh yeah, they're here. Yeah, they're, 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 they're in Brainwood. Like, Why? You know, I mean, I, I know. That I believe they're looking for Rand, right? Yeah, they they said they're gonna like we've got to do something about this, but we're not gonna tell you the reader what it is. Yeah, we all we uh, we all know, right? Wink, wink. Yeah. yeah, you and I. I mean, we're we're all we all know. We don't have to talk about what it is. Yeah, we so all they're, know what they're it here is. to either kill Rand or join him or something. So yeah. there they are. So there they are, and no one's really sure what's going yeah, on with that. I guess we'll find out soon, but not right away because. Elaine sits down for lunch, and her lunch is poisoned. Yeah. You know, this is what happens when you eat the same thing for lunch every day. You it's know? true. It's That's very a good predictable. point. Yeah, this, this is predictability. This is the thing that you don't want when you're, you know, someone who might get assassinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she gets drugged with that fork, fork root. Fork root, which I thought I thought that was just that one person knew about it. Apparently, everyone knows about it now. The secret got out. <laughs> everyone except Nynaeve and the White Tower. Yeah, yeah. This 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 secret your doctor doesn't want you to know is fork root. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one simple trick. And uh, so she's drugged, and she's groggy and can't channel, and a bunch of assassins pile into the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, they apparently stab Dielan. Dielan whips out her knife and prepares to fight to the I death. Know. Well I know. Welcome, I was like, she was all wondering if Dylan was loyal, and then, like, I guess this is, you know, yeah. Dylan proving herself right before she dies. Yeah, way to go, Dylan. <laughs> I uh, liked her did. for that three paragraphs. She did, <laughs> she did have die in her name, didn't she? Yeah, I guess that was oh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Coming. Telegraphed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sucks because Elaine doesn't really have that many uh, friends, so she can't really go toss them off like that, but, you know. It's true, right? I she didn't even know she had this one. I know. I guess if you're going to burn one when you've been poisoned and forkrooted, now's the time to do it, you know. It's true, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's calling Birgitta for help over the bond, but she can't channel, and she's passing out as some guy is also there, and he's fighting the assassins. And this rando guy actually does pretty good. It kills two of them and is fighting the third when Elaine passes out. Yeah. But we, she doesn't... We don't see who it is, or we do. She she doesn't know who it is. Yeah, it's just a guard of some sort. Yeah, just like Johnny the Great Guard. <laughs> I better check on the Queen. Something's not right. Glad, glad I was here. Yeah. So uh, Elaine got, but she got fork rooted, right? Yeah. That doesn't does it knock you out? I don't remember. I know it makes it so you. Can, oh, it makes you. It's a it's a sedative. It's a yeah. It's a sedative, and it, I think it. it it keeps you from channeling. It definitely yeah. keeps you from channeling. I just wasn't yeah. sure and if it actually knocks. It paralyzes you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they had him just like in bed with like a little bit of fork root. Right. Yeah. So maybe maybe a lot of it will will make them. Yeah, because they passed out the first time. Remember? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, I guess it won't kill you, so that's why the guards are or the assassins are there. Yeah. Right. And this her. is an elaborate plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there'd probably be an easier way to do this than what they just did, right? The, the, your core problem. Remember those dudes in the alley? They yeah. all they all got roasted yeah. by Avienda. The problem is she can channel, so you got to deal with that first before you, know what, you can do anything. Else. You know what solves that problem? Crossbow. That's true. She was just riding around. Yeah, a lot, and she does like she doesn't necessarily like. Even Rand almost ate a crossbow that time. That's right, and he's a Tavaran, you know, you know, wizard god or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is an elaborate plan. Yeah, <laughs> seems unnecessary, but you know, and I mean, elaborate to the point that it failed. As far as we can tell, Elaine's still alive. Yep. Did you know what this seems like? Hmm. This seems like a Nori plan to me. <laughs> I mean, he was just there. Yeah, right? But how would he get the fork root into her tea? Uh, I don't know. Good question. 
maybe they're going to find out that he's been chatting up one of the kitchen maids. I, I mean, this could be this could be the first maid. It could be. It could be Harfor. Yeah. It's a very annoying place to end our reading for the week. No, I think it's a good cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, it's cliffhanger. I definitely wanted to keep going when I stopped. I was like, oh, yeah, no. It's finally, something's finally happening. Yeah. <laughs> what, 200 and, uh, what are we at? 250 pages in? Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to cover chapters 10 through 12 of Winter's Heart. I am Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Marcus Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at thedragonreread.com. We love hearing from you. And if you send us a question, we might answer it on air. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. It really helps. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time, the, the light, light illumine you. you.